Amen. Open your Bibles to the book of Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Yeah, 3.20. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. I want to talk to you today real quick about the mind of Christ and how we have received a supernatural mind that is beyond what a natural man can understand. So, so let's read this verse and, and have other verses to share. Amen. It says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Where is this power at work? Is it in heaven? Come on, what, what does the Bible say? According to his power that is at work in heaven? Within us. So first thing that you need to understand, the power of God is working already within you. When you gave your life to Jesus, the Bible says that you became a temple of the Holy Spirit. So you became a habitation for the Spirit of God. So He is already in there, and He's not do in there just doing nothing. He's working in you. All this stuff that you go through and that you went through, and the battles that you face right now and the battles that you face in the past. When you allow the Holy Spirit to work and you just say, Lord, I want to be a vessel in your hand. I want to be someone that is led by your spirit. He's going to keep working on the inside. And the Bible says that the power of God who is at work within us. But I want to I focus our attention to this. It says that... To him who is able, first of all, we serve a God who is able to do immeasurably, immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Are you asking something from God? How many are asking something from God? Whether it may be for your house, your family, your finances, your health. Whatever it may be, the church, how many are asking God for something? You've been laying your request before the Lord. So Paul is telling the church here, guys, listen to me now. He can do beyond your asking. Beyond your asking. I mean, you're asking, praise God for that, but he can do beyond that. Immeasurably, in other words, that way beyond. Our God is way beyond your asking and your prayers. And not only he says that, but beyond your imagination. My goodness. That means that your imagination is above your asking. So he said, guys, listen. He can do above your asking. And not only your asking, but he can do above your imagination. How many had a, a, a very uh, fruitful imagination here? You, you think a lot of stuff. I mean, how many thinkers do we have here? In the house, amen. You think a lot. You think beyond uh, what people can think. You think beyond the ordinary. How many can think? You, you think a lot of stuff sometimes, and you imagine a lot of stuff, good stuff, good stuff and, and you know it's good to think. You know, you just 
sometimes sit down and, and if nobody talks to you, you're just thinking to yourself. You're living in your own world, you know. <laughs> Some people live in their own world sometimes. You're like, hey, you know, thinking, thinking, thinking. So what Paul is saying is this. Guys, listen to me now. He can do beyond your prayers and not only beyond your prayers, he can do beyond your imagination. Immeasurably. Infinite. He wants, he wants you to understand what kind of God we are serving. So we can take our minds off our natural limitations and put our minds where it belongs. Because the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ is not limited to, to the natural. Open your Bibles. I have another verse for you. Hallelujah. When we walk with the mind of Christ, man, I'm telling you, we're going to think beyond, beyond the natural world. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. The Lord wants you to have a mind shift this morning. Take off the natural thoughts and put on the mind of Christ because that's what you have. Amen? When, when, we, when we understand that reality, we can walk differently and we can actually walk by faith. People do not see what you see. But if you have the mind of Christ, you're, gonna, you're not going to be affected by what they say. Amen. Amen? Look what it says. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of of Christ oh that's so powerful he doesn't say you're going to have when you get to heaven he doesn't say when you when you get to heaven you have the mind of Christ no he says he says but we the believers the children of God we have that's present tense we have right now the mind of Christ now let me ask a question is that mind limited is that mind weak? Is that mind sick? It's a mind that thinks like Ephesians 3.20. He can do above and beyond all we think, ask, or even imagine. So that's the kind of mind we have. But now, let me tell you this. We can have this mind, but not use it to its full, full, full potential. And the Bible says, the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit. That's 1 Corinthians 2, 14. It says, the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit because they are spiritually discerned. So, you have to be very careful who you're taking your counsel from. Why do I say that? Because let's say your colleague at work, he's not saved, he's not a believer. He doesn't have the Spirit of God living in him at the moment. Amen? Let's believe that you pray that they get saved. Amen? But let's say, okay, he's hanging out with you or she's hanging out with you. And then you have something in your life and you ask for counsel. And you, and you ask them to, oh, what do you think I should do about this? What they're going to tell you is according to the natural world. Why? Because the natural man lives with the natural laws and the natural circumstances. And the natural thinking of man. And the Bible says the natural man does not understand 
They can't understand. Why they can't? Because they don't have the Spirit of God living in them. When you don't have the Spirit of God, you cannot understand these spiritual things because you, you're not connected. So when you ask them, what should I do about this? Or what should I do about my house? Or your decisions? And even, even if they, they want to give a good advice or, or something like that, if it is a, a spiritual matters, you're going to the wrong place. Especially if it is spiritual matters. And, 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 and they may give an advice or they may say something, but they're going to give an advice according to the natural world. And the Bible says they cannot understand the things of the Spirit. But we have the mind of Christ. You have a different mindset. You have a different vision. You have a different way of living. You have a different way of thinking. Amen? So you, the Holy Spirit is the best counselor that you can have. Amen? The best advice, the best um, life coach is the Holy Spirit. Uh, a lot of people today live on life coaches and, and you know, I'm going to have a coach and they're going to tell me what to do. I'm telling the best coach for your life is called Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> you want some advice? Ask the Holy Spirit. What, you want to go somewhere and you, you are questioning, Holy Spirit, should I go? Holy Spirit, what should I do? Holy Spirit, should I invest in this? Holy Spirit, should I not do this? Because He's the best life coach. It's called Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says that we have that kind of mind. That's why in Romans 12, if you can open, Rome, open Romans 12, I just want to talk to you that, that you can learn to discern if you're following the mind of Christ in your own life or if you're being led by the flesh. Because the battle of the devil is to keep you in the natural world. Keep your mind in the natural. That's all he wants. Because the natural mind is very weak when it comes to circumstances. It's very weak. The natural mind is led by circumstances. The mind of Christ leads the circumstances. I'm going to say that again. The natural mind is led by the circumstances. The mind of Christ leads the circumstances or is above the circumstances. When you have the mind of Christ, you see with God's perspective and you don't tremble. This will happen with Peter. Whenever Peter kept his eyes, remember when he went out of the boat? A lot of people criticized Peter because he sank, but you know, he was the only one who came out of the boat. You know, we, we should give him credit for that. <laughs> he walked on the water. The others stayed on the boat. You know, he sank, but he, he cried out to Jesus. And all the others were afraid to step out of the boat. But at least he, he stepped out of the boat and walked on the water. But remember that passage. As long as Peter had his eyes on Jesus, he was all right. Jesus is what? He's the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. So Jesus is the Word. As long as Peter had his eyes on the Word, he was all right. As long as you have your eyes on the promises and on the Word of God, you're all right. The winds are blowing. The sea is raging. He had his eyes on the Word. He was walking. People are talking about you, talking against you, threatening you, saying things about you, gossiping about you, slandering you, trying to do everything against you, cursing you, praying against you. White witchcraft, black witchcraft, whatever it may be, voodoo, whatever it may be, African, Haitian, Brazilian, Macumba, it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. As long as you have your eyes on the word, all things are raging against you. You are walking. Hallelujah. You are strong. You don't, you don't mind. Oh, they're saying this about you. They're doing this. I don't care. As long as they're conspiring, they're trying this, they're going to, oh, they're going to try against your ministry, your church. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know what? As long as you have your eyes on the promises, on the word, on Jesus, here's the word. As long as you keep the mind of Christ on, you're walking above the water. You're walking above the circumstances. That's what it means. You're walking above. The moment Peter took his eyes off and he began to consider. Don't consider the circumstances. As far as he began to consider the circumstances and seeing himself walking, he began to doubt. Why? Because he, he took his eyes off the word. Never take your eyes off the word. Never put off the mind of Christ. He began to consider, oh my God, look at that. Look at that wave. It looks like a big one. Look at the sea. Look, I mean, it's dark, man. It's really dark. He began to consider, when he began to consider, when you begin to consider anything other than the word of God, you're going to be tempted to doubt. He began to consider the waves, the sea, the wind, and he turned his eyes off Jesus. Then he began to sink. But one thing that we need to give Peter credit for as well is that he remembered. I'm not, I'm not only going to sink, but I'm going to cry out to Jesus. Lord, save me. <laughs> he remembered. Lord, I'm sinking. Save me. The Lord had mercy on him and pulled him out. He pulled him out. Amen. But he took his eyes off the word. As long as you have your eyes on the word, you can make it. You can make it. You can walk above the circumstances. You can walk above gossip. You can walk above slander. You can walk above persecution. You can walk above trials. You can walk above lies. You can walk above everything as long as you keep your eyes on the word of God. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And Romans 12, Paul is Telling the church, he said, therefore, I urge you, brothers. In other words, I'm, I'm pleading with you. I urge you. He, he really means that. He doesn't say, I ask you politely. He said, I urge you. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you. That's why he's saying, I'm, I'm commanding you. In view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. And verse 3 says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. In other words, don't be stuck by what you see. Don't be stuck by the media. Don't be stuck by the, by the, the lies of the devil. Don't be stuck by what people are saying. What is the pattern of the world? It's the system of the world. What Paul is saying, listen guys, we belong to a different kingdom. We are in the world, but we're not from the world. 
We are in here, but we don't belong here. We're from a different citizenship. Hallelujah. My first, you know, I got the privilege of having two citizenships, hallelujah, in the, on the earth. And I actually have three because the first one is the heavenly citizenship. Hallelujah. Amen. My first one is, is, the, is the heavenly citizenship and then Brazilian and American. So you, if you have one or you have two, <laughs> like my brother and Raquel, they have two as well. Well, we have actually more than one. You have more than one. You have the first one. It's not the United States of America. The first one is the heavenly citizenship. And that's your culture. That's your language. Number one. Oh, but here in America, we do stuff this way. Yeah, but the heavenly culture should should have the predominance over the American culture. Yes. Amen? Yes. The heavenly culture should be the first one on your life. Amen? Hallelujah. So Paul is saying, do not conform. What does that mean not to conform? It means to do not get used to it. Don't get comfortable. Don't get used. Don't, do not conform. Don't, don't swallow that. All that people say to you about how things are to the pattern of this world in other words don't conform to the system of the world in yourselves know i don't belong here i'm not from here i'm actually pulling people out of this system and i'm pulling them into the kingdom of god pulling people out of darkness into light because you are in the light yes. hallelujah look at this but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What, what renewing of your mind is this? What, what does it mean? It means to get this natural mind. We have a natural mind. He's saying, guys, listen. Let the word of God transform the way you think. Let the word of God renew your mind into the mind of Christ which you have. Let the mind of Christ take over. Let the mind of let, it's, a, it's a completely like a change of software. You're, you're downloading the mind of Christ that belongs to you already. And he already paid for the subscription. Hallelujah. Jesus paid for the download. All you need to do is click on that mouse and say, download. The, I want to download from heaven the mind of Christ which belongs to me already. I want to make that download. I want to think when I see a hard situation, I'm going to think like Jesus thinks. When I see an opposition, I'm going to see as he sees it. It's under your feet. I'm going to see the devil as Jesus sees. Because the Bible says we are seated in heavenly places far above all principalities, all powers. The Bible says we're seated with him that means you're in a privileged position oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. you're seated with christ Hallelujah. in heavenly places far above man that's that's not only above it's far above <laughs> if it was above it would be already good but it's far above all principalities all powers all things are working against you. You're seated above them. Far above them. Because who is warring against you? The Bible says, our war is not against flesh or blood. But against principalities and powers. Yeah. 
they are the real war. When you look at people, uh, oh, so, so and so did this to me, so and so said this. Listen, besides them, of course we know there's natural elements, but besides them, there are principalities and powers that are working in these people's lives against your life. And your war is not against people, it's against the principalities and powers. But the Bible says, when you have the mind of Christ, you already know you're going to think like Christ thinks because you're seated with him far above all principalities, all powers. Amen. And look what, look what Paul said in Romans 12. I'm seeing Romans 12, verse 2. He said, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. What, 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 what does that mean? I like to read the Bible, but not just read to, um, sometimes you read the Bible too quick. Amen? Let's read one verse. We're going to hear his pleasing, present, his pleasing, good, and perfect will. Amen. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to taste that. But what did it say before? If you renew your mind, if you let the word transform your thinking, if you're going to put on the mind of Christ, what's going to happen? Then you'll be able to taste of the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God for your life. In other words, Paul is saying, when you let the Spirit of God renew your thinking, then you're going to experience the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Amen. What does that mean? It's not only thing that God allows you, it's the things that He's purposefully doing in your life. Not only that, oh, God allowed that. No, no, no. He's, when you renew your mind, you can experience the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God for your life. So it's crucial that we understand to put on the mind of Christ. And how do we put on the mind of Christ? How do we do that? Through the Word. The Word is our foundation. If you only pray, if you only praise and have no Word, you have no foundation. But if you, if you have the foundation on the Word of God, it will change your thinking. Because Jesus is the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God. The Word was God. He's the Word. If you put on the Word, you're going to think like He thinks. And, and you renew your mind. And then you'll be able to test and prove the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. For your life. So today, let us put on this mind of Christ that we have. It's already ours. Let us throw off the limitations. The mind of Christ throws away every limitation of a man. Of man. People are very limited in their thinking. And the worst of all is that they want to limit you. Have you experienced sharing some dream that you have or something that you want to do? I want to do this, oh, but, but no, 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 but you cannot make this and blah, 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 blah. Here it's, it's different, blah, 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 you know, trying to limit you. But when you put on the mind of Christ, you can see a good horizon. Things are dark right now. Things are hard. But when you put on the mind of Christ, you can see in the Spirit, greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. Yeah. 
Greater is the army of the Lord for me than the armies of the world. Greater, there are more angels for me than demons against me. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. The Bible says that one third of the angels fell, but there are two thirds of angels that are on our behalf. Hallelujah. We have more angels for us than, than, than the armies of the enemy. And we have the Father for us. We have Jesus, the Holy Ghost. We have angels. We have the hosts of heaven. What are we afraid of? That's what, what the psalmist, in Psalms 27, he said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Hallelujah. When you put on the mind of Christ, it's that kind of thinking that will carry you through. So today, I want to urge you, put on the mind of Christ. Renew your thinking. Take off the limitations of unbelief and fear. Take it off and put on the word of God in your heart and your mind. Let it dominate your thinking. Let the word dominate your thinking. Let it, let it uh, suppress every other thought of unbelief and doubt. Let it uh, smash doubt and unbelief. When you put on the mind of Christ, you're going to smash unbelief. Your words will produce faith in people's hearts rather than fear. People are going to like to be around you because they're going to be encouraged and filled with faith. Hallelujah. And those who don't want to experience faith, they don't want to be around you because they want to have a pity party. And they know if they're around you, they're going to listen words of faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's funny. Some people back in Florida, they said, you know, I don't want to talk. I don't want to, I don't like to talk to the Falco family. And, and, and our friend said, why? Because they are so positive and filled with faith and I can't be around that. I, 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 you know, I feel depressed and, and I, 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 I can't, um, they're, they're very positive. So when you are, when you're filled with faith, you're going to carry that to other people. And if they're willing to receive, they're going to receive that the same way. You're going to speak words of life, words of faith. Words of courage, encouragement, power. Even in the darkest of times, you speak faith. You speak life. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory. Put on the mind of Christ. Go to uh, Ephesians chapter 2. I'm, 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 I'm almost done here. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 4. When you put on the mind of Christ, you're going to think like, like the word tells you to think. Amen? The word of God is above the opinions of man. Amen? Thank you, Lord. The word of God is above the opinions of man. It doesn't matter what people think about you. It matters what God thinks about you. It does not matter what people say about you. It matters what God says about you. So when you think like that, I mean, people are not going to affect you. They're going to get crazy because they can't affect you. They can't take my joy out of me, hallelujah, because they didn't give it to me. Hallelujah. I mean, it, it was not the world that gave you joy. It was the Holy Ghost. So, so the, the, the world cannot take it away. The joy that I have, no one can take it from me because it's given by the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They can't take salvation from me because I have eternal life because Jesus saved me. Hallelujah. 
they cannot uh, curse me because no one can curse what the Lord has blessed. No one can curse what the Lord has blessed. If the Lord has decreed upon you the blessing of Abraham, it is yours and no one can take it away. Woo, hallelujah. It does not mean that people are not going to try to take it away, but they cannot take it away. They can speak against it, pray against it, curse you, they stab you in the back, betray you. They can do whatever they want, but they cannot take it away. It's, 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 oh, hallelujah, it's eternal. Oh, Ramakataya. We have an eternal covenant with the King of kings and Lord of lords. I just want to read this to encourage you so that you can, you can definitely understand what kind of mind you have. If you put on the mind of Christ, I'm telling you, you're going to become invincible. That's exactly what we are. Hallelujah. Invincible in Him. In Him. I'm not talking about your flesh. Like I was preaching the other day here. Paul did not put his confidence in the flesh. I'm talking that you are invincible in Christ. Yeah. In Him. Through Him. For Him. All things. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. Look at this. How powerful this is. So underline your Bible. Mark it through. Read. Meditate throughout the week. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. It says, but because of his great love for us. Number one, great love for us. Hallelujah. He loves me. He loves you. God who is rich in mercy. Oh, thank God for his mercy. Oh, we thank the Lord that he's rich in mercy. Amen. He's not, he's not like um, stingy in mercy. He's rich in mercy. Amen. Uh, he's not poor in mercy. He's rich in mercy. He made us alive with Christ. Look at this. He made you alive with Christ. Even when we're dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. Verse 6, it says, And God raised us up with Christ. Oh, look at this. That means something. When, when Christ died, the Bible says we're crucified with him. And he raised us up with Christ. When Christ was being resurrected... Those who believe in him were being resurrected along with him. We're receiving that life with him. The power of the resurrection is in you. That's what it means. That's what it means. Woo, hallelujah. Look at this. He said, he raises up with Christ. What does that mean? That's why in Romans 8, 11, it says, the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Because we're raised with him. The, the resurrection that was working in Jesus is at work in you. That's why Paul said that according to the power of God that is working within you. What power is working within you? The power of the resurrection of Christ. Man, that's powerful. There's some revelation here. That's what Paul, is, Paul said. Ephesians 3.20, we just read that. According to the power that is at work within you. What power is that? It's the power of resurrection. That's why, that's why at the end of all things, we're all going to be raised to life. And we'll never die. Even if your body perishes in this age, we're going to come back with a glorified body and we shall never die. 
Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. So that spirit of resurrection is at work within you. And sometimes you may feel that, but the spirit of resurrection is still working. <laughs> you may feel broke, the spirit of resurrection is still working. You may feel betrayed, rejected, the spirit of resurrection is still working. Oh, hallelujah, that's so powerful. Woo! Look at this. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? He seated us. He pulled a chair for us in heaven. He seated us right there in heavenly places with him. That now, right now, it doesn't say that he's, he's, he will sit us. We're seated spiritually. Not in our bodies, but in the spirit. We're seated in heavenly places. That means when we come to worship God, that's why we can feel the presence of God so strong. Because we're, we're seated in heavenly places. So when we release worship, our spirit is already connected to heaven. We're seated in heavenly places and we're along with the angels worshiping God. That's why this morning could feel such a heavenly presence. Why? Because we're already there. So put on the mind of Christ. Don't think like you're, uh, oh my gosh, I'm such a sinner. I'm such a, 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 a wretch. I'm such a, a dirty. Uh, no, 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 no. You're seated in heavenly places. In a position of authority. I don't feel like it, but you are. You're a child of God, you are. I don't feel like it, but you are. Just renew your thinking. Renew your mind. Think differently. The word of God is the truth, amen? amen? How many believe the word of God is the truth and the word does not lie, amen? So if it says that you are seated in heavenly places, sometimes I don't feel like I'm in heavenly places, but I am. Just because you don't feel it does not mean that it's not true. Oh, but I don't feel it today. I woke up in a bad mood. It does not matter. You sit in heavenly places. When you wake up in the morning, I'm, seated, I'm waking up in heavenly places. Hallelujah. I'm sleeping in heavenly places so I can have godly dreams. Hallelujah. That's why I can have revelations at night. And God can show me things because I'm seated right there. I'm sleeping in heavenly places. I'm waking up in heavenly places. I'm speaking. I'm ministering. I'm praying. I'm preaching through heavenly places. From heavenly places. That's why we can speak to sick people and have them recover in the name of Jesus. Because we're speaking from a heavenly perspective, a heavenly authority. We're walking in heavenly places. Man, I'm telling you. Ramakoto Roboshanda. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. I feel the power of God so strong. I'm telling we are already that's what i want you to understand and i want i want myself to understand this we're not gonna get there when we we die otherwise death would be our savior death is not your savior jesus is if you could only get to this place when you died then mean that death is your savior no, 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 no. Jesus made that real while we are here right now. Yeah. 
we're just going to pass to the other side when we die. But we can already experience the heavenly reality right here, right now. Because he said so. Paul didn't say, when you die, you shall be seated in heavenly places. No, he said, we are. Right here. Right now. You can experience and taste of what heaven is like right here on this earth. That's why Jesus said, pray on earth that is in heaven. Why? Because we can experience heaven right here. You don't need to die to experience heaven. You can begin tasting heaven right here on the earth, on this evil earth, evil place, evil world. There's so much darkness, but we carry, we are the light of the world. We're walking in the darkness, but we are the light. We're not amongst the dark. We're, we're, we're illuminating dark places. Yeah, we are peace. you are a piece of heaven right here on the earth. I carry that heaven. That's why you can carry that heavenly reality wherever you go. Because you're a piece of heaven. Just think about this. When you go to your workplace, when you go to the store, whatever, you're a piece of heaven right there. You're illuminating. When you go to the doctor, you're witnessing to him, you're illuminating. You're saying, doctor, there's a higher reality which you cannot see, but I see and I have the effects on my body. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's why you're surprised because you don't understand. How, what did you do? What did you do? I'm walking. I'm sitting in heavenly places. That's why I, 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 my reactions, my body, everything about me is different. Who? I'm almost done. Are you enjoying this? Amen. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. <laughs> verse 7. Uh, almost done here. Uh, Ephesians 2, verse 7. The same chapter. It says, In order that in the coming ages... He might show the incomparable riches of his grace 